0: Well, good morning. Welcome to another Kings at Home Daily. Uh, I'm so glad you could join us this morning. Uh, just to say, no, I'm not in my usual place, up in the in my loft office um, by the seaside. No, it's not the Mediterranean out there. That's the sea at Sheringham. We've slipped away for a few a few days away, and uh, but uh, hey, still here to spend time with you each morning. And uh, as you know, we're going through the Book of Revelation, and we're I'm feeling really stirred, challenged, provoked by where we've come to we're just starting on um, what we call the, the letters to the churches um, before I say any more let's pray, ask the Lord to lead, speak provoke us, help us as we set off into a new day Lord Jesus thank you that you're alive, that nothing escapes your attention Lord you know all the details of our lives, the things we face, the things that we will be walking through today, and Lord, we, we come to you to set our compass, to, to to call upon you for your help as we walk through today. We want to serve you well. So come and speak to us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, just to I, I know every time I do a bit of a recap, but just to, to remind you, the Book of Revelation uh, written to Christians in hard times. Um, We've just seen this wonderful vision in chapter one. This John has this magnificent vision of Jesus risen, ascended, glorified, reigning. This is Jesus now, and of course that's really helpful when um, you're living in a, a at a time when the Roman Empire is is, is, is persecuting Christians. It, this. This kind of, yeah, this evil power seems to be in control and, and um, uh, wrecking people's lives, Christians laying down their lives. And you, 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 you could be forgiven for thinking, uh, as I'm sure many of those believers did, what on earth is God doing? The, the evil, the, the suffering, why, 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 why? And John himself is on the island of Patmos. And in response, the Lord Jesus gives John and the dear believers that he's writing to this vision of who is really in control. It, it's Jesus. He is the magnificent reigning one. And one day we're going to see his glory uh, across the whole earth as he makes all things new. And, and so here we've got it, it, the first thing in the in the book of Revelation, this magnificent vision of Jesus. And uh, I know I've said it already this this week, but I'll say say it again. In these days, we need a magnificent vision of who Jesus is. Not in his humanity, walking this earth, comforting though that is, but reigning, ruling, face shining like the sun in all its brilliance. This is King Jesus. And we need to have a big vision of Jesus when all around us seems to be um, tempting us to fear and wonder what's going on. So now we've got individual letters to these churches. Just to say, some people in getting over with the book of Revelation, they they they, they 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 kind of feel that each of these seven churches represents a different era of church history. And of course, we're the last one, Laodicea, the lukewarm one. But I don't think that's true. These are real churches. So in the first case, these are epistles. They're letters that are going to go to these churches that John cares for. But also, I think I've made the point several times. The number seven, perfection, uh, all-embracing, seven days of creation. Um, we will find ourselves in these churches at, at, at any one, in any of these churches at any one time. It it reflects the breadth of church life. And it applies not just to these churches, but like the other epistles, to us. And so here we go. To the church at Ephesus, chapter 2. To the angel of the church in Ephesus, right. We may say of an angel, it's not the bishop or anything like that. Um, yes, guardian angel, if you like, could well be. The sense of the protection of the angels watching over the church. Or, as I said before, this sense of the heavenly, presence that the churches have a heavenly dynamic dimension whatever to the angels of the church in ephesus write these are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand he's holding the churches in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands seven golden lampstands that's the it's these it's the churches it's the church and now, for a start, this, this thrills me. This is where the church is. You, you, the church in Ephesus probably felt quite feeble, quite attacked, quite scattered, quite dysfunctional because of the persecution. And they're being told from the one who holds the seven stars, the church is in his hand. The one we just read about in chapter one all oh, majesty and glory, face blazing, shining like the sun. He holds the churches in His hand and He's walking among the churches. Do you know, I'm stirred by this. He's walking amongst the church. Persecuted, scattered, fearful church. Jesus is walking among them. Think of our church Our church family, Jesus walking among us, all the things we do, all our meetings and discussions and and gatherings, and he's walking there, he's there, he's here, he's among (laughs) us. Wow. Kind of must affect the way we do things, don't you think? He then goes on, verse two. Oh I know your deeds. I know your deeds. Oh. You know, I'm, feel, I'm feeling so provoked, I've been pondering these verses for a few days and I, I'm just provoked. What we're going to find is that in all these letters to the churches, there's a, there's a little bit of a pattern. Jesus is introduced by one, some of his attributes from chapter 1. Okay, Something of who he is, his majesty, his glory, walking amongst the lampstands, holding the stars in his hands he's introduced by part of his glorious attributes from chapter one and then there's usually an, an, uh, an encouragement and then there's a, a a challenge or a bit of a rebuke and then there's an exhortation and then there's a promise and I, I, I have this phrase going through my mind what does Jesus think of his church. We find out here what he thinks about these churches here. I've just been so provoked. What does Jesus think and say when he looks at our church family? What does he say? Whew. I don't think he's too concerned about all our 10 year programs. Well, not that we've got one like that. A lot of the stuff that we perhaps spend a long time talking about. What does he think? What does he say? There's nothing here about, oh, yeah, I think your meetings are a bit too long or, or whatever, there's, 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 there's nothing like that. He, he sees things very differently to, than the way we do. Here's a persecuted church. I know your deeds. that's lovely in one sense, I know your deeds, your hard work and your perseverance that's beautiful And, and maybe I won't go any further than that this morning because that's so encouraging for faithful servants in church family week in week out, all the way through COVID, serving, serving, serving beautiful, 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 through the persecution serving, 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 I know your deeds your hard work, your perseverance. Maybe it was food parcels to those who've been thrown out of work because of the persecution. Maybe, I don't know what it was, but Jesus saw it and you know for every every beautiful serving person in the family of God, Jesus says, I know your deeds, your hard work and your perseverance. That is worth everything, isn't it? Isn't that beautiful? I know your deeds, your hard work, your perseverance, that no one else perhaps sees, serving in the children's work, serving in welcome, serving making tea, serving with catering, serving, I don't know, in ways that no one else sees, watching for one another, through COVID, I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance, Lord Jesus, thank you that you, 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 you see things that really matter most, and I want to thank you for every loving, serving, faithful person in our church family. So grateful. Hidden acts of serving that nobody else sees, perhaps, but you see, and you love it, and you commend it, and it's precious, it's the first thing you see. You don't see the fancy sermons, you don't see the polished meetings, you see these beautiful acts. Of serving your deeds hard work and perseverance and I want to thank you especially folks who served so beautifully all the way through COVID beautiful 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 and even now are serving reaching out as we find our way forward Lord I thank you so much and I pray build your church I pray Lord may we be a faithful loving serving church family at King's help us today Lord to to serve you well wherever we're going Lord we you see our, our, our good <laughs> and we, we, we want to honour you in our lives today. Go with us, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm sorry, I overran slightly. Um, hope you can join us again tomorrow. We'll go a little bit further in this beautiful letter. Bye now.